everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Introvert Lifestyle with me, your host, Millennial Introvert. It's Yolanda. Welcome back to the episode, to the podcast. I hope you've been doing well. What have you guys been up to in the last two weeks? I hope you've been keeping well, especially with all of the COVID-2019 stuff that's happening. I know that we've all been let out again and we're trying to get back into that new normal, but hopefully you're all keeping safe and wearing your masks and not doing anything crazy and stupid uh, and, you know, not bringing back up our curve because we don't want to be having Christmas 2020 back in <laughs> in quarantine people so let's keep it safe and let's keep on top of this uh for me since last episode what have i been doing so i had all your positive feedback from last last episode which has been amazing so last time if you listened i had uh two guests on who started their own business uh it was the black women in female uh, black females in business episode and i had kishana and amara on and we had some great conversations if you didn't mind to listen to that make sure you listen again after you listen to this episode guys but for those of you who listen thank you so much for listening it was some great feedback from that episode and it was the highest listened to episode to date you knocked over the record for the run me my reparations episode which was amazing so since you liked the interview content so far, I thought I'd bring you guys another guest, another young woman in business, so we could talk about another area of business, which is independent businesses. So last time, Kishana and Amara were on here. Obviously, they're co-partners in their business, so they work together. And that, that dynamic is a little bit different, whereas this time I wanted to talk to somebody who is completely independent. She owns her own business uh, and has had to manage that through the quarantining of COVID uh, 2019 and all that, you know, all that stuff that's impacted independent business owners. And I'm not an independent business owner, so I couldn't bring it to you myself. So I thought I'd get her into the studio today. So not the studio, that's a lie. We're on a Zoom call. But <laughs> my intentions are to bring the vibe of a studio when we're finally allowed to be in each other's presence without fear of COVID. So on this week's episode, I've got the amazingly talented Paige Dodd with me from PD Dance and Fitness. Hi, Paige. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. How's it going? Uh, it's going well on my end, I suppose. Just getting through, getting by. <laughs> love it, love it. So tell the people a little bit about what your independent business is and how we know each other, let people know. <laughs> okay so um i started my business roughly around two years ago and the why the reason why i started was because i well i come from an area that's quite deprived of the arts mm -hmm. and um there's a lot in the community in terms of children's dancing mm -hmm. and there's a lot of zumba and a lot of fitness but there's something that i know that it's definitely deprived of and that's just women in business and women empowerment Mm -hmm. So I wanted to, I wanted to bring to my community what I have learned from like when I went to university. So nice. that's why I brought it here because I've been to cities and I can see it there for most definite. So when I came back to a country town, let's face it, it's very small mm -hmm. and there's a few small minded people here. So <laughs> a lot of people don't understand and aren't, aren't will, I don't have those open eyes to some, some sort of businesses. So I thought that I would maybe test the water, I suppose, mm -hmm. and bring forward something that's called feminology. Yeah. So the feminology is accepting women's sexuality. So it's accepting mm -hmm. women being able to um, 
move confidently with their bodies and mm -hmm. accept their bodies for what they are because we all know that everybody struggles with body image and everything that's the impacts of social media so i wanted to try and incorporate all of that all together and give something back to the women that are in my community so that's where the classes originally came from Perfect. so we're in we're in two locations now so we're starting to expand a little bit yeah so uh for those who are unfamiliar Paige has two uh she's got her advanced class and then she's got her beginners intermediate class as well uh i somehow managed to sneak my way into the advanced class hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and basically should we uh every session it's uh, a new routine where we get touched with our terminology and we're dancing in our heels sometimes and we're also doing a bit more um Sometimes we're just in flats in our trains as well, but it's always to an amazing piece of music and we really get to, you know, let our hair down and get into the vibe and just feel ourselves <laughs> as women in the moment. And it's just an amazing class. I, since I found out about it, uh, when did I start coming? Last year, the year before? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you didn't come, you started coming not long after I opened. I think it was just yeah. after Christmas. Yeah, so my sister so just, so, knows yeah. um, Paige as well. So that's how we made our our connection uh showing yeah. the class and so i've been coming oh i'm one of I'm one of the vets <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah so i've been coming pretty much from the start as well but it's been amazing journey just to watch the class okay. grow and just to do all those amazing routines and stuff and pages even expanded into workshops as well so you were starting to do all that kind of stuff and then boom yeah. mm -hmm. covid19 <laughs> so yeah, talk yeah. about how you were originally intending to expand so the original plan was to offer workshops every single month to trained dancers and non-trained dancers because in the last workshop we offered photography for dancers who are going away and working and um, advancing their career so i wanted to in the last like, like i said in the last workshop we had all of that so mm. in the next workshop i was hoping to bring a little bit more and and get women who are also local in the businesses to come and come in so we're mm -hmm. going to have um hair ladies there so hairdressers we're gonna have nail techs we're gonna have uh, female photographers like more of them mm. we're gonna have lots of just lots of independent businesses in our small town coming together working with women in the community so that was the next step so i was going to mm. start having people's hair and makeup done ready for the photo shoots so they didn't have to do that at home and it was all going to be for free because the girls were going to come in like our dancers who had already paid for the workshop they were getting all of that extra on top mm -hmm. so it was just sort of trying to get all the women together that was going to be the next idea and i was going to start doing an intermediate class so i was going to have an advanced an intermediate and a beginner so i was allowing more it basically was it was becoming more available for everybody mm -hmm. in the community so that's how that was my idea on how to expand and then the workshop went great and it was amazing amazingly and i was there yeah. <laughs> they were carrying on as normal and i was thinking yes i was planning the next workshop and then as you said boom COVID-19 um I was sort of I had an idea that we were going to shop I had a sort of um a, like a bit of like someone said to me you know I think gyms are going to close so I, I already I prepared myself for that and I just thought we could go online and mm -hmm. that was something that I was going to have to do um but then I was closed down on the day the Thursday so the day that I was going to go in and do classes I got an email from the facility saying we're closed you can't come in mm -hmm. So there was no pre-warning of that. So they just shut me down straight away. A big shock, yeah. Yeah, so that was because I was I was ready to teach and I prepared and 
and everything. So it was a, it was a massive shock. Um, and then dealing with the fact that I wasn't able, we didn't, we, like, it was the uncertainty of it. I had mm. no idea when I was going to be allowed to come back. Mm. I had no idea on what was going to happen with the girls anyway, because I think in our group, we've built like a really strong friendship and relationship between mm. us all. And we all know each other's business and we all know that we all have very separate jobs and we all have very different careers, but we all unify just over this dance class. Mm -hmm. So it was really going to affect a lot of us in a lot of ways that we really didn't anticipate because I knew I didn't think it would affect me as much as it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for them to just shut me down and then I wasn't able to see my friends, like my little community that I, mm. I used to every week that affected yeah. me massively, which I, it, it, it just, it was just a massive shock. And then when it come on to actually adapting, I had no idea what I was doing. No idea. No, yeah. Because there was no, there was no guidance for it. It was just, mm. you close down and then we don't know when you're opening. And then that was it. Really simple, yeah. Because there was nothing. There was nothing for dance classes. There was lots of information for um, beauty parlors and gyms and um, the food and 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 like the um, just other industry, like retail industry, all that sort of stuff. They all were told, yeah, you will definitely reopen again. And then they they got constant updates, but there was nothing for the self-employed apart from you need to apply for universal credit. Yeah, like there was some that. there were some stats I was reading. So like I was reading one article and it said in person businesses uh during quarantine, the most independent in person businesses only had about two to four weeks of cash flow on hand at the time of quarantine. So if you think yeah. about that in terms like a lot of them make you say, Well, so uh um so sorry you are whichever, but like if you think about that in relation to that and then how we didn't really get much information about how the government was going to help people in your position after yeah. those initial four because they said it was three weeks first remember three weeks quote yeah. unquote, of quarantine then we were yeah. going to be done we all knew that was a bit yeah. of a lie but they said three weeks at first and then after that it was literally just you know universal credit is there like prove that you're in yeah and go collect that so mm -hmm. the stress of that but talk a bit about that like what what was that for you did you end up going for universal credit or how did you make out so what happened with me man was it was a bit different because i've also i was a, i'm a student for this year as well okay so because i was doing my teacher training i was classed as a student as well as self-employed okay yeah. but because i wasn't self-employed for two it's only coming up to the second year this year mm. that we would have been open i don't have two years worth of tax returns Oh, so I didn't, right. I didn't, I didn't qualify for any, um, any bursaries, let's say, or any help or any loans. Mm. I didn't qualify for any of that. So I then didn't also qualify for universal credit because I was a student. Mm. So the only way that I could get any money was either via my savings account mm. or I was told that, cause when I phoned up and I asked for advice, they said you need to dip into your savings as much as you possibly can because we don't know what we can offer you. Oh my god! And that's what they said to me. So my whole house deposit that I've been saving up for maybe four years, they advised me that I would have to start dipping into it, like that, dipping into wow. any savings because if I could get through to somebody, I it, they don't know how long it would take me to get that money anyway. Mm. I'm quite fortunate that I still do live at home with my parents, mm. but. I'm always like I'm wanting to move out next year. So yeah, all the money that. that I'd save. Yeah. yeah, I should have to. Mm. Um, but anyway, so 
I then started doing my online classes then. Mm -hmm. So then I thought I won't need to worry about applying for universal credit or because I know that it takes a long time. And, and in my head, I was I, not that I didn't, I just felt like I didn't deserve it. Do you know, mm -hmm. like I felt like I'm an independent business owner and yeah, I have put money away. So I will off, off that until I can, because I know there's people that are applying for universal credit that needs to pay a mortgage mm -hmm. and they have got mm -hmm. children. So in my head, yeah, I know that the loans and stuff weren't, I didn't qualify for them. I didn't apply for universal credit mm. and I didn't, and I haven't, I even to this day, I still haven't because I felt guilty taking money from someone who might have been in a worse position than me. Mm. So that's the Which way. It's really admirable I, thing to be thinking like that, even though, you know, yeah. you kind of keep everything afloat, you're, the founder, CEO, employee of yeah, the business. And you still, you yeah. still have bills. You still got aspirations. You, you want your own house. So, and yeah. you're completely entitled to that. If that is, that's the advice that you're giving, but that's very admirable to hear you say that. Like, you know, I assessed it, and I was like, no, nah, let me try the savings for a little bit and see where yeah. I end up with that. So, yeah, that's what that. Well, that was that was my whole thought the whole way through. I just thought. I'm not going out and I'm not spending any money on um, expenses such as like room costs and things like that because they just completely shut it down. So there was no reason for me to keep on paying those sorts of fees. Mm -hmm. But obviously I've got bills that I do need to pay. So my insurance that mm -hmm. kept coming out anyway. And um, I just thought in my head, I was like, I've got enough savings to last me until worse come July. And then now I'd need to and I never ever thought it would last this long. Not yeah. So maybe I should maybe I should have applied, but I didn't because I just thought I didn't want to. Not that I didn't want the hassle, but I just thought there's someone that out there that might be waiting on the line the same time as me, and they have not got any food in their cupboard, and I'm applying for it because I need something to live off. I don't want to dip into my savings, but I've got savings to live off, so I'm quite fortunate. Mm -hmm. So that's what that was in my head, and then. I just sort of got sidetracked and because I am the only one that runs that business, I was having to make sure that some of my girls were okay. Cause I know some of them really do suffer with their mental health and, mm. and with their body confidence, which is one of the reasons why they came to class. So I've sort of taken on a different role. I so, was going to say, yeah. So how did your clients react to your classes going online slash on hiatus because it like we do have a great community like in mm -hmm. that class it's like the buzz and like the camaraderie of it all and like the confidence that people come out with at the yeah. end like you, you can tell mm -hmm. that the class brings it out of people so yeah tell us more about what that was like to have to then change your role from teacher to also support system as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I know um, some of the girls that come, like they, like, so they do suffer with mental health and, and, and body confidence and body dysmorphia and, and loads of like, what general in, like, in the, today's society, we all suffer with a little bit of why do I not look like the posts on social media. So mm. some are severe than others, but I just sort of taken on this role of I just want to check up on them all the time mm. because that, I felt like that was on a Thursday, that was their chance to not worry about that mm. but when you're at home and you're in lockdown and there's just you or there's just you and your children or you with your husband or you with your partner whoever you live with if you're just sat at home you're scrolling through social media uh -huh. your brain starts to register look at all these um perfect bodies mm -hmm. that are perfect, they're not real but all and these perfect and surgery yeah. yeah so yeah so everything that you see on social media isn't true 
like there's only certain, a certain amount of people that will post real stuff on social media. They won't edit their pictures. So, but they're not the ones who are as famous as the ones who do. Yeah. So you're in a catch 22. So that my this response from all the girls that came was, I don't know what I'm going to do with my spare time. And I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And I, and I have messaged some girls and I've been like, you know, I'm always here. We need to chat because I understand that it is difficult when you sit at home and you just scroll through social media and you fill your health, your head full of things that just aren't true. Mm-hmm. And then you start to give yourself self doubt. But then when you come to classes, I sort of take that away and then you mm-hmm. go home and then, and then you feel good about yourself. And then when you start to feel rubbish about yourself, maybe on Tuesday, Wednesday, you arrive at class again on Thursday. So it goes away for the weekend. So mm-hmm. I was kind of constantly, I was constantly messaging them. And it was just more like disappointment for them, really, because they wanted to carry on. And, and uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> yeah. I want my classes back. <laughs> it was like, it doesn't matter, we'll just wear masks, we'll be fine. But <laughs> no, for reasons we couldn't carry on. And I'm likely so because of the people, unfortunately, have died. And it's been a terrible time. Mm. So we then tried, I tried my hardest to then go online, which was way more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So we tried online classes and for dancers and performing arts, that does not work because <laughs> you're trying to make sure that everyone's doing it at the same time. You're trying to make sure that everybody is um, going the right way. But then some people's cameras and phones flip you. So you might mm-hmm. be turning to right, but on your screen, you're turning left. So if you wanted to like film it and post it like we normally do on our social media, it just wasn't, it just didn't look right. It didn't look like we like it should like we didn't look like as a group because we were all going different ways which mm. it didn't really matter like I did post one video but then it was just the whole vibe of it was just totally different and you couldn't get what you got from classes mm-hmm. which some of the girls had said that to me they messaged me and said you know I find it really difficult to try and be this way and try and dance this way when I am in my house and mm. I'm in a small space and I'm not surrounded by lots of girls who are then uplifting me as well I'm mm-hmm. sat at home either by myself or with family that I've been stressing me out all day do you know what I'm saying so it's yeah. just it's it's not just a dance class what we provide it's it's a whole it's almost like it's like a whole empowerment session yeah <laughs> because you, yeah. you learn to you let you see women there of all shapes and sizes we're all doing the same thing mm-hmm. no one's ever doing anything wrong and yeah. if you go wrong you carry on and then you all help each other as well so you can't provide that sort of thing over the internet so I think when that happened I realized it it really affected me in a sense that I felt like I was letting my girls down because I wasn't able to provide what I was providing them Mm. so I think that was the biggest struggle and then I thought the best way for me now to provide them that I know that can help will just be constantly being in contact with them Mm. and yeah um getting going back going as soon as I can which obviously it's only been for the past two weeks. So we started in the middle of July. Mm-hmm. So we haven't danced or even been together or even just had a chat in person since March. And that is mass, that's a massive effect like on my business because I'm not in commun- like apart from a message, it's not the same as face to face. You can't tell someone's body language. And if they're at home suffering with things, I can't, if they, they're not, they might not be in a safe space to say that. Mm-hmm. if they're at home yeah so i feel like in when they come to classes they're in a safe space and they could come speak to me about anything so mm-hmm. 
it, it affected it massively. So the way that they reacted was the same way that I did. And I know I'm the owner, but it really affected me and I just really wanted to be there. But the way it worked out, it just, it just didn't work online. And mm. I just needed to get back. That's what it was like. Just not good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, I, de- I can definitely appreciate that. Like I was even saying to Paige before we started rolling for this episode, like, I, I was so excited to tell her that I bought new dance shoes in preparation for <laughs> for us getting back into it. Like that was a type of like space that it was in dance. Like you come in and just be like new fit or you know like yeah. someone got their hair done and be like oh my gosh I love your hair and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, the vibe was just always uplifting and always like really feminine and like that was the place that you just felt really comfortable no matter what you like. You know you always just leave yeah. on a high. So yeah, that definitely losing that from the community definitely you know there's a hole there there's a there's something there's like a gap we want it back yeah. <laughs> come on yeah, we do. Something. <laughs> um so then our next question i had for you was so we know how your business is doing but you said that you have a lot of community with people other independent businesses as well so mm-hmm. from those relationships do you have a sense of how other businesses were faring that either are in the same industry as you or different industries as you but are also in independent businesses yeah so uh, a lot of my friends that I went to university with have also gone on and opened their own dance schools as well so mm-hmm. they've said the same thing that they're really struggling to communicate with their dancers and to motivate them and to make sure that they're doing the correct thing and it's really difficult when you're in charge of students because I'm not just teaching the community, I teach small dance children as well. So when you're mm-hmm. in charge of children, you have to also make sure that their online safety is also there. So it's really mm-hmm. difficult to, to go to, to educate those students when you're not really sure, like you haven't risk assessed to make sure that their rooms that they're dancing are safe. So that was a massive struggle for other dancers in the community. That's something that we all said, like other business owners who are doing dances, the safety of your students because when you're in the classroom I can monitor you and if I see that you're struggling or if I see that you've injured yourself I'm full like we're all fully qualified Mm -hmm. to be able to assist you you're at home I can't do that um but other businesses so one of my really good friends she's a photographer and her business has stopped because obviously we're only allowed allowed Mm -hmm. at the house for one day like one, one one time a day so she got really impacted by it and then um, one of my really good friends who was a PT and um, he moved to Wales to be with his girlfriend so he as soon as lockdown happened he was like I need to be with my girlfriend so he moved away but then all his clientele was in Macclesfield so uh, yeah. so he he needed to use whatever he had at home at his girlfriend's house to be able to keep his business going so it's not only just affected performing arts because we, it dance it's affected business and pts it's affected photographers mm-hmm. it's affected people who own their own shops like in the, like little tiny boutique shops they're also affected because yeah. they have they don't have a website that people can see, keep ordering from mm. they've got a lot of time on facebook page and they might only have four thousand followers or 400 because they come in for the quality of the clothes and i know lots of people like to feel them Mm, which is what I do I love to go and feel the clothes and the quality and as soon as that goes then no one's going to come and buy your stuff so I think a lot of businesses have really struggled and this is where the shortfall is Mm. it's the little tiny independent businesses that have struggled the most but the big business that the huge businesses like the big chains like the supermarkets obviously the supermarkets need to stay open but the big food chains, the big drinking places and alcohol bars and stuff, they've all managed to open, but they've been able to accept furlough for their staff. 
Yeah. So that's it. That's people, the other thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, mean, I know like an independent gym over here that's closed and he couldn't pay his staff, like he paid them on the, the roll. So they all got furloughed as well. But then what about him? Like he's mm. the owner of the gym and his, he's making sure that his staff are well looked after, but he's, his business hasn't been open like long enough. Mm. So now he's got employed people there on furlough. He didn't really get very much because his business hadn't been open long enough for him mm. to get those loans. So it, a lot of businesses have been affected, but they've just seemed to have forgotten about the independent about, businesses yeah. that are small, mm-hmm. that are really small. Definitely. And we, yeah, so we were saying before we started rolling as well that, you know, we got, we got really excited when it got to July 4th and we were all told that we could go back to all of these in-person services. The gym was going to reopen again. Pubs were going to reopen again. But then you actually had another knockback for your business in that a lot of gyms uh, and those kind of recreational spaces said they were only going to allow staff that were already on the roll to, to come back into those spaces. So talk to us a bit more about that. So I emailed, so as soon as I heard the news, I emailed straight away, emailed all the facilities and I was like, great, when can we come back for classes? And I offered to come in and clean the space before and after using it so that they didn't have that extra pressure or they knew that I was, I was being very um, cautious and safe and sensible about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately they messaged me back and they just turned around and said that we are not opening now because they are a smaller leisure center until mm-hmm. September. So the larger facilities were able to open till September and then the, um, they then stated later on in the email that even when they do open in September, that they will not be taking any bookings for self-employed people as they are only providing classes that are on the roll. So they are the classes that are held by their, their employees. So it's the regular gym classes. So that was really disheartening. So that was another setback, which was really disappointing because I hadn't danced for so long and, Mm. I just wanted to get back and get moving, but that's just the way it is. So that was a huge setback. So what I've had to do now is start to look at facilities, just halls, any sort of facilities that would be willing to let me in for two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Because I know I know that's a, our classes run for an hour. I know we always run over because we're always moving <laughs> and enjoying ourselves. So of course. Like two hours. <laughs> So two hours, just two hours a week. And it's really provided difficult because they're not hiring. They're not letting anyone book the space because of they can't manage the safety of people mm-hmm. going in and going out. So what I've had to now start to consider and to sort of adapt to this as well is I've now got to make like have all, I have everyone's details anyway, but have more information and, and some people aren't, aren't that um, confident in giving me more information about themselves so mm-hmm. that's something that us independent businesses are, are going to have to sort of not push out of people, but sort of give people confidence that we are only trying to make sure that everyone else in that room is safe. So I need things like your medical history in order to a, make sure that if you were to turn up to classes, if someone there were then to test positive, I then got to make sure who, like contact the people who are at risk. So mm-hmm. the people who have medical conditions, contact them straight away. So it's things like that. So you've then got to think of new forms. You've then yeah. got to upgrade your insurance because we all pay insurance. So even though we haven't been dancing for so long, I'm still paying insurance for that amount of time that we've not been there. Mm-hmm. So we've then, I've then got to update the insurance. I've now got to take different sort of um, courses to make sure that I'm 
making sure that people who do turn up, we are, te- we are making sure that you don't have a temperature, you have no symptoms. And I also need to make sure that I am equipped enough or knowledgeable enough and able to make sure that all of the surfaces are clean and that the dancers are safe. So that's another course that I'm going to have to take before we reopen anyway in a smaller space. So it's basically thinking on your feet and adapting all the time. But because we've had no advice, it's just like trial and error. Yeah. And it's really disappointing because a lot of companies and a, and a lot of other industries have managed to get what they what they need from the government. They've mm-hmm. managed to get a lot of advisories, but with us, they just sort of go try it, and then if it doesn't work, then we don't know what to do. Yeah, so yeah. you're sort of left to just trial it, trial and error to do it yourself. But but you have so been trialing it. You you have been trialing it and managing quite well though, because you've reopened with outdoor classes currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a nice pivot, like, you know, we're back in the yeah. right direction of being able to get people out, yeah. Yeah, because I just used it, because there, no, there was no information on um, guidelines in regards to doing dance classes. It was just um, outside fitness classes. So I used that knowledge and put it into my own, into my own pack. And I thought, what's the best way of me doing this? I have never had more than six people because that's what the guidelines are for outside classes. It's six people. So that's including myself. So I've only ever been having five people come for an hour, then they disperse. And then another five people come for another hour. So I've always been keeping the numbers low, but then that also affects my business as well because mm-hmm. I'm taking less, but working twice as hard. Yeah, so That's one thing that's really frustrating as well, because I would love to have everybody back and all in the outside space, but because of the lack of information and lack of updates, I can't physically, I won't be covered and I'm not, no way am I ever going to go against my insurance. So as long as they, those rules state that I can only exercise with six people outside, that's exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. But then it's me having the shortfall and the weather as well. Oh my but gosh, yeah. I'm outside in the field, so... And it's then difficult. it's going to be getting colder, darker, to be outside yeah. still, you know. So yeah. it's quite a short-term uh, workaround until the government comes back and says, actually, mm-hmm. no, like, let everybody back into those community spaces and things like that. So we really do need more commentary and direction from the government for independent businesses because it's yeah. not fair at all. <laughs> no, it's not. That you guys have been put in. So I think we're touching it a little bit, but the, the new phrase that's come out of COVID-19 is the new normal. <laughs> um, and as you, you've said that you, you know, you've already started changing your form, your intake forms to cover people that are high risk so that you can contact them after the fact. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you'll make sure that your insurance is up to date. Uh, I think you said you're also doing new courses and things. It sounds like you're really already positioning yourself for that new normal to start. Like you're already yeah. ahead of the thinking on that. Yeah which is quite nice to see. So when it does come time, you, you're already primed and ready yeah. to, to jump back I'm just in. ready to go. Yeah, I'm just eager to, just to get going just because I know how desperate everybody else is to get back just as much as me. So I'm just sort of making sure that I, as soon as they say go, I'm there, I'm there mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm ready. I'm coming with a mop and, mop and bucket and I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> and I'm like, girls, they heels on with dancing tonight. Like if that was literally the case, I would do it and I would make everyone come in. But I just need to make sure everybody else is safe. So I just need, I'm constantly checking the updates. I'm constantly checking if there's any new sort of um, guidelines. I'm making sure that I stick to them as well. But I'm just, all I care about is everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I just need to make sure that 
everybody else is safe and everyone else is comfortable. I already know some people who are high risk, so they've stayed away for now mm -hmm. until the shielding can end. So even though it would have been nice to have more numbers, mm -hmm. the safety and the, men like the, the mental and the well-being of the, my, my girls and my community are definitely 100% first. So if it means I take a... Um, a shortfall for that for even the next six months that's fine as long as I can start giving back now because so many people say it's made so much progress and mm -hmm. that's what I've that's what the main the main like concern was to the girls that like, they've made so much progress over this time and now we've gone back it's like I've lost I feel like I've lost this and I feel like I can't dance anymore and people are saying oh I've lost all my confidence and things so the massive progression we made is has sort of been cut short even if they didn't come for two months that would have been okay but because of the massive impact that COVID's had and lockdown and maybe they might have lost their jobs too and the financial strain and being at home with the children and being after the extra pressure of educating them it's just been a whole whirlwind of different things different effects and I, all I care about is that they are safe and that we are doing things the right way I don't I just want to get my business back and thrive in but yeah. I'm not going to do it the greedy way. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want it to, to no just be safe. I want, mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want to be so considerate of other people as well. I know some people are a bit scared to come back, which mm -hmm. is fine, which then means I might have to run maybe a one-to-one -one session with them. And mm -hmm. I've gone down avenues, even though I, I, yeah, I have been at home, but I've still been studying and I finally got my PDCA, so I'm fully qualified Woo -woo! to teach education <laughs> now. So not just love it, love it. Congrats. I'm qualified. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, it's just really it's just a really difficult time so i've gone down another path now and i've started to um educate i'm now doing a one-to-one -one session with student who has um sen so that's um special educational needs so i've now gone down this path of teaching people with special needs so that was something that was i never had the time or i never i could never had the opportunity to do it so now i have so that's maybe another avenue that my business can go down and start educating and realize that dance is for everybody no matter yeah. what your ability is or or your shape your size your color your race nothing religion anything dance is for everybody that. so that's something that is in every single lesson like i promote it all the time and i also like you know we we have so many dance is just a big bucket of different cultures adding in all the time mm -hmm. and different genders and the constant ever-changing world that's what it is so let's promote it because the way the things the things are in the world at the minute, it's not a very nice place and and we're fighting for a lot of things that should have been sorted out a long time ago. So dance for me is just, it's everything and, and anything. So yeah. I've, I've been able to explore different avenues. It's opened my eyes a little bit more. So I am thankful that it's given me time to learn those things, but it's frustrating because my business has taken a shortfall, but it'll get back on its feet because I won't let it fall. <laughs> yeah. Going. And there's too I many girls that enjoy it. <laughs> I think I I think that's a perfect soundbite to end this on today. Like we're we're gonna come back, it's gonna be back stronger than ever, and we're not giving up yeah. on PD dance and fitness just yet. Just watch Never. the face. <laughs> yeah. Watch it I love that. back, it's coming back stronger. <laughs> perfect. So after all that, I want to say thank you very much for being on the Millennial Introvert Lifestyle as the second guest on this new thank series. You for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure, and I think we've got really got deep into the the trials that it's been for independent businesses during this time, and we can definitely say resoundingly that the government just didn't do enough. We independent business owners were kind of just 
scoot it to the side a little bit, which has been unfortunate, but it's really allowed people to try out new things and see where else they can shine and just make a, a different path towards their end goals as well, which is quite nice to see. And it's good that you've been so managed to be able to stay afloat and just keep in touch with your, your core class members and just let them know that, you know, things are coming back around and you're here for them, which, is, which was amazing. That support is still there. So before we sign off, let people know where they can find you, how they can keep in touch with you. I think they can find out more about you on socials. Okay, so my Instagram is uh, PD Dance and Fitness. It's got a um, logo at the top that says, um, it's got a fist and it's got PD Dance Fitness on, so you'll find us on there. And I'll see you on there anyway, so you'll see yeah. if you're on all the videos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then it's just the same all the way throughout. It's just the same. It's PD Dance and Fitness. It's actually spelled PD Dance and Fitness, the word and instead of the, the symbol. Mm-hmm. So that's everything on there. But it is just the fist sim- the symbol. And then there's a queen there too. <laughs> oh, I love it. All, love it. Yeah, the crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Let me suggest that's where you can find more about Paige. And as always, you know that I'm at the millennial underscore introvert on Instagram and I promise eventually I will be on Twitter and Facebook too but for now just find me on Instagram guys that's all <laughs> until next time take care of yourself and I'll see you in two weeks time it might be a last episode it might be another business episode depending on the feedback I get from you guys I think you guys are liking this kind of interviewing style so you might just get more of this content let me know in the comments hit me up let me know what you want and i will give that to you but thank you all for tuning in and i will see you next time and it's millennial introvert signing out